What's up, everybody? It's your co-host, Posh, and welcome to the second segment with our founder, Matt O'Connor. And that's Pat. I'm Pat. <laughs> Matt, thanks for coming back. Yeah. Uh, on this segment, we want to talk about something that obviously is a part of AdQuick, and that's advertising, and talk about the future of advertising with you. And of course, uh, also hear from you about how you have been changing the game in terms of advertising with AdQuick. And one of the stories that I want you to start off with is the story of the Serena Williams ad that uh, Alexis um, had put out and how that came to be. The G-Mote. Yep. Is that Greatest mother of all time. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this was a really fun one. Um, Alexis is obviously a, a pretty big romantic, um, putting the rest of us guys to shame. <laughs> big uh, time. Setting the bar way too high. But, you know, I, I this quickly to, like, quickly to deviate, like, I just love, and I think he tweeted about it once, how, like, it, 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 he, was think, he was talking about how it was so funny that, like, the fact that people are looking up to him as a dad is just crazy because that's just yeah. what men should be doing right, right. like yeah. being a father a husband like that's like that's what we should be doing not like oh my god what a great dad i just i thought that was funny but yeah you're right i mean he just i love that he puts that above like everything else and it just shows you like his priorities and how like i don't know it just makes sense to me so yeah yeah back to gmote yeah gmote uh great romantic gesture serena had you know obviously had a, a child alexis and uh, was out of tennis for a little while. So her first uh, t- tournament back was in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. So he used AdQuick to find a f- series of sequential boards on the ride out there, mm-hmm. spelling out Gmote, greatest mother of all time, with a beautiful picture of their daughter at the end. So they fe- sourced it, booked it all on AdQuick, and then uh, we got them drone footage of kind of the flyby. And so it got it went pretty viral. It was on, you yeah. know, uh, people in USA Today, and um, so it was an amazing gesture. We made it super easy to buy, but you know, just aside from that, it was a nice romantic gesture. So uh, we're happy to have all kinds of uh, campaigns on AdQuick. We can find some more affordable options mm-hmm. if folks at home are on a budget. <laughs> yeah, we can maybe get you if a you're bus trying bench to propose to your like girlfriend, <laughs> and you know, you want in a you know, I guess a less expensive area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Level, we level it down price wise yeah, for yeah. your budget. We'll figure <laughs> yeah, it out. Sure. Have you guys put out an ad like that? Want to propose to your girlfriend? Like, and just hit us up. I think that's a good ad campaign. We've, we've had some people think about yeah, uh, yeah, using it as a proposal mechanism. Yeah, um, that's cool. And are you guys like even involved in like the on the campaign side, or it's kind of just like you know the client has their campaign and you just they find a you know a billboard and essentially they're pretty much the latter you know we facilitate when we aggregate available options Mm -hmm. our platform will recommend the best Mm -hmm. options based on your inputs and we're building really cool stuff like algorithmic campaign planners that basically optimize spend across geography media type etc but from a campaign perspective most people come to AdQuick with a pretty good idea of what they want to do yeah and then as, as far as the the, um, the companies who own the billboards or essentially the real estate, it's kind of like like a Zillow or something like that where like, you know, they they just list it essentially with you and then the, you, the clients find it. Yeah, yeah. So brands. we have yeah. varying kind of integrations with our media owner partners. Okay. So some of them have APIs, which we integrate right. with. Some of them we've built inventory to bring, uh, sorry, software to bring their inventory online. Got it. So we have a different group of ways that we work with them. But at the end of the day, we're trying to drive them more business, make it easier to buy the channel yep. in which 
in which case we are showing and have already seen and expect to see more so that people are more inclined to do outdoor advertising when it's made as easy as possible, which is what AdQuick does. And in a way, you're trying to essentially, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you want people to advertise more on billboards. Absolutely. And it's the most undervalued channel that's out there. Yeah. Really incredibly low CPMs, um, lots of different opportunities around the country. It reaches a higher portion of the population mm-hmm. than any other medium. Right. And you're not like browsing. You're not using ad right. blockers. You're like doing your day-to-day. So right. you're in a unique position as a consumer yeah. when you're sort of more inclined mm-hmm. to be receptive mm-hmm. to different right. types of right. ads. We were kind of talking about it off offline. And I mean, we we're talking about kind of the, the reason why we even changed the format of this podcast was like people's attention spans. And like when you're on your phone, I mean, it's how easy is it to swipe away or swipe up or swipe left or whatever it might be. And just kind of when you see an ad, you automatically know it's an ad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's um, hard to, I mean, you know, getting as much, get, get engagement versus like in real life, right? And like we always talk about this too. It's like this kind of reverse of like the physical coming back because like mm-hmm. online has just new. been this yeah. whole wave. Yeah, like um, of online. And, and I think you're, you're, you guys' mission is basically to bring outdoor advertising online, right? Yeah, so, well, well, the mission is actually on the wall oh, right there. Make it's, outdoor advertising easy. Okay, so yeah. but, but you guys are basically trying to bring it online. But by that, yeah. yeah. But, but to make it easy. Um, and it's interesting because it's like, you know, this kind of online versus offline advertising. So I guess speak to that, like where, how do you see, with this segment's the future of advertising, like how do you see that dynamic yeah. playing out? Yes, so some really interesting dynamics with, with respect to outdoor advertising. One is that digital has become so easy and ubiquitous that people are doing more of it than they should. So it's really been over-indexed because it's the easiest place to get started. You get really great data and uh, you really kind of, uh, it's been de-risked by all the other brands that are using it. But CPMs are going up. um, Impressions are shrinking via ad blockers Mm -hmm. and ad-supported media going away. Apple is doing everything it can to push ads off their devices. So that is getting, that marketplace is getting compressed. So that's why CPMs are going up. Out-of-home CPMs are dramatically lower, um, and we're showing that it has all these different quantifiable effects on brands, different KPIs. So out-of-home makes their performance marketing better Mm -hmm. when running complement rather than in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. We're showing uh, site traffic increase. We're showing increased app downloads. We're quantifying brand awareness in the geographies that outdoor ads are being run. So... Outdoor ads were normally a brand play. Yep. You get them up and you kind of just, they look great and then that's it. We're making it a lot more analytical, showing brands that it's working, which is empowering them to spend more in the channel over time. I guess that's kind of been my biggest question about outdoor yeah, advertising. We talk about is, it all the time. Yeah, like how do you measure that ROI? I mean, is it through like very. I mean, you can obviously have like a unique pro- phone a, numbers. Yeah, like a phone number or like a promo code or something on the. But like, how do you really like measure, like, I mean, impressions? you know, whatever you can't do. It's not a click through rate, but like, you know, traffic to a website or purchases or this and that. Like, yeah. So, I mean, punchline is, it's hard. Yeah. You're not just able to put code that tracks a click and get this great tight funnel because everything's actionable and, and online. So what we have is a dozen different ways that we triangulate and correlate, uh, different, quantifications for brands. So one of those is they can in two clicks integrate uh, their Google AdWords. Mm. So we'll run that and analyze the KPIs on their click-through rates, cost per click, conversion rate when running conjunction with outdoor advertising to show brands, hey, 
people are more likely to click your ads on Google when they're familiar with your brand, which is out of home strength. That's one micro example. There's uh, about a dozen different ones, but they break into direct response. So right now that's usually SMS short codes is the highest activation going forward. It's going to be voice mm -hmm. with either your AirPods in or your devices listening to you. Hey, Alexa, download that app as you're driving or, or walking around. Right. Um, then the third piece is movement and location data. So we can show brands whether there's a lift in, in foot traffic if they're a brick and mortar or when somebody's passing an outdoor advertisement, we can show them an ad on their phone. So real world retargeting. So with smartphones, so like with Waze and like Facebook and stuff like that, is that how you guys are retargeting them? Yeah, there's a bunch of third-party providers that do uh, retargeting based on real-world. And exposure. you guys do that? We work with. We either do it ourselves or work with partners who are experts in that. It just depends on the integration. But does the but does your customer have to pay? I mean, like they're paying for that, obviously. Yes, but, but do it's they all that that's part of the service. Yeah, it's all turnkey in yeah. the AdQuick platform, which is one of the beauties of all these things. Is like we're making that really easy to do, mm -hmm. which normally it, it, because people aren't out of home experts, they tend to undervalue the medium, measure it incorrectly and not do these complimentary ad spends where, that we're all making turnkey in, in the platform. And do you believe that there are certain brands that would benefit more from uh, out, outdoor advertising than others? Or do you think it's just like, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, obviously we, like, you know, we're like, everybody yeah, should yeah, be yeah, doing yeah, yeah. all I'm outdoor advertising. I'm kind of curious, like if there's like, you know, certain maybe like market that's more inclined to advertise outdoors than others? I, I think, yeah. So, you know, I, I do say it tongue in cheek, but almost any brand can benefit from outdoor advertising of some yep. type. But the two in particular worth calling out, one is super interesting uh, that we've learned about is cannabis. Mm. So mm. cannabis I see it everywhere. is, yeah. And, and you know why uh, you get a little trivia today too. Outdoor advertising is one of the only non-federally regulated ad mm. channels. Mm. Cannabis is still federally illegal. Right? Yeah. So cannabis cannot advertise in TV, Google, Facebook, a lot of these federally regulated channels. So they are forced to over-index in outdoor advertising because they don't have other One choices. of them is like easy. I think. Ease. 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 Yep. Yeah. Ease. 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 Quick. Yep. Yeah, um, kind of on that point too though, like with federal regulations and just even like rules like on, for example, Facebook or wherever people are advertising, Google, like it's easy for like a um, online um, platform to like, you know, catch like certain words or phrases or things that are being advertised. Yeah. Photos. Real even. quick. Real quick. Like they won't even approve your ad if, you know. Uh, how does that work with outdoor advertising? Yep. So the media owner has ultimate discretion. So mm -hmm. you can't just say, hey, fuck you, posh, on a yeah. billboard. Although it might be fun for you guys to <laughs> start a little billboard. It would be, yeah. be great yeah. advertising. Yeah. 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 Who's posh? Well, i got to listen to his exactly. podcast. Well, now, you're going into, now you're going into like slander, like slander and like all those types of, types of like, you know, issues. But yeah. 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 So ultimately the discretion is up to the media owner. Right. There are state and municipal regulations around cannabis can't be near churches or schools. So there are regulations, but it varies by state. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, mm -hmm. the media owner has discretion on that. Um, just to kind of one other big uh, type of brand that yeah. is using outdoor advertising uh, a lot more than their historical peers is direct-to-consumer. Mm. So what's really interesting there is that outdoor advertising varies from a availability and pricing data dramatically between markets. Mm. Whereas online, it's kind of like banner ads are banner ads, and there's a certain band uh, that it's going to stay within. But because brands can target anyone in the U.S. and that customer in you know, Kansas, for instance, is just as valuable yeah. to Netflix or Casper or 
Peloton as somebody in New York City or LA, but it costs one-tenth of the price to reach that Kansas customer, we are showing brands that it's easier to kind of arbitrage outdoor advertising than mm -hmm. any other channel. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that we're seeing a lot of and, and we're excited to be working with a lot of those brands mm -hmm. who are really coming from nothing yeah. to being household names within two years. And right. so it's a lot of fun to work. Because traditionally, companies. like with, you know, uh, uh, retail being like bigger than direct to consumer, like back in the day, um, it was like you said, more of like a branding play, right? Like it was yeah, like, and you can only advertise within a certain radius of where you're sold, right? right? Like right, if you're right. sold at Macy's or, or Whole Foods, you're not going to advertise 30 miles away with direct to consumer. They can literally advertise anywhere. Mm -hmm. And because of that, there are all these amazing opportunities that our platform is surfacing for them. And our, mm -hmm. this industry is, is mm -hmm. kind of well positioned to, uh, show them and, yeah. and help them with. And that both of us have, have worked and still work and, you know, with advertising and I've personally seen uh I don't want to call it a decline yet but with Facebook and Instagram there's more of like a distaste mm. with their advertising platform and obviously it's very saturated like we were talking about because it's so easy to you know be a part of what do you see as the next platform or a bigger platform for advertising and for folks that are looking for advertising to feature themselves on whether on a branding side or or because they truly want and, to get And it can there. be online or off. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't uh, matter, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to avoid the obvious answer and not right. say outdoor advertising. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, I mean, you could. I mean, No, I mean, but outdoor advertising believe. can mean something different than just billboards, right? Like, it right. Could, like we were talking about, like, it could be, like, on a side of a building, like, actual buildings selling that. I mean, it, you see it, but not as much. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I do think our channel, Outdoor Advertising, has a huge amount of upside. When yep. you look at yep. TV, impressions are crumbling, millennials are not watching. Yeah. Um, that spend is $70 billion. Out of home is $8 billion. We think wow. that TV could contract. If it contracts by 10% and that goes uh, revenue goes to Outdoor Advertising, that means this industry has doubled. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm not going to make those right. predictions that yeah. precisely, but you can do the thought exercise and say, Wow, this right. channel has a ton of upside. Digital ad blockers are propagating. People are uh, losing trust in online advertising. They're abusing data, and mm -hmm. customers are kind of getting sick of it. Yeah. On top of that, ad-supported media is declining rap more rapidly than it ever has. So with Netflix and Amazon, it's harder to reach people as an advertiser in, in their uh, media. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that is happening is a lot more – it's like an extension of native advertising. So – Instagram influencers is a good example. I'm going to build up my following and then I'm going to slip product into yeah. my Instagram posts. Hashtag So ad. more native. Yeah. Or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll see it in a lot of, I mean, BuzzFeed has done a lot of this with content where it reads like an article, but it's an, an advertorial. Yeah. So really making it more subtle and, and at least feeling more authentic. Right. Um, but we're excited. The fact that a lot of companies, uh, Washington Post, Medium, et cetera, people are just going to pay for what they want. Right. I'm going to pay five bucks a month to get unlimited medium access with no advertisements, or I'm going to buy Netflix and I'm not ever going to have to see an ad on my media. This all squeezes the supply in these other gigantic channels. Again, segwayed outdoor advertising, ton of upside. The impressions are only increasing. The ease of booking with AdQuick is only increasing, and the measurability is only increasing. So, a lot of secular tailwinds that that we're pretty excited mm -hmm. about for upside for where we are.